I'm sorry, where can you get a, a nice chala? Do you mean a chala? With a cha? Made a cha? Oh, well, you know, it's, it's hard to, uh, there's not a lot of uh, Jewish bakeries. I'm just curious, so why would you ask me? I look like I would know. That's my point exactly. I look like I would know. So, okay, there's something about me physiognomically, an attribute perhaps. Maybe it's the glasses. Maybe it's how the glasses sit on the face. What, am I Jewish? Do Do I sound it? Is there a certain something in the cadence, in the way I put the words together, the lilt, if you will? The uh, bemused, amused sort of uh, attitude that I seem to assume 100% of the time. Stereotypes. Stereotypes. If we were talking about your group, let's say you're Norwegian, wouldn't you be put off by it? Would you find it off-putting? Because Norwegians don't seem to react to things very much. I, I, it's hard to say you would feel see that's my point exactly there I did it myself without even thinking and even with the close affinity with Norwegians Norwegians supply the locks for the locks belt along the east coast it's Nova Scotia locks locks belt from all the way from Maine down to Florida is supplied by uh, Norwegians living in Nova Scotia and sometimes by Norwegians living in Norway. There are still some, surprisingly. And my point is further, that uh, we self-stereotype ourselves as soon as we find out at an early age that we are a certain, let's say, ethnic group. We begin to act that way, and, and, and I don't know. Maybe it's the bar mitzvah and all this and that and the, you know, having the big to-do and all the it suddenly becomes, it's a thing, and it's, uh, you know, sometimes you think, who needs it? But, and then it, it's, it becomes somewhat limiting because here is my group. This is how my group acts. Uh, that's why I feel I should be a stand-up comic, but I'm not even particularly funny. Uh, or, you know, you go to law school, all these the doctor, lock, doctors, lockers, schmockers. And, uh, you know, you know you can't be a rapper because that's someone else's stereotype. Some other group has that. You can't. Uh, you can be. There is one. There is a guy who is a is uh, a Hasidic Orthodox rapper, but he's really bad. So there's that. But he, right, he does the robes with the payas, with the, and uh, he does uh, rapping. Uh, and I, I know my daughter uh, uh, disturbed. Uh, David uh, Draymond, the Draymond boy, dad was a uh, rabbi. And uh, what does the son do? He becomes a heavy metal singer, disturbed. And uh, some of the things that he's yelling about, some of the things he's yelling about are not strictly kosher, frankly. But, it, you know, it's good that it's good. It's good in the sense that he, he, he felt he could do it and be heavy metal and be a, a particular uh, ethnic group or another at the same time. But how hard is it? How hard is it for a Jewish guy to make a professional basketball team? 
It's not just height. I know you're thinking. My brother Howard, very good basketball player, five foot six. But nowadays, you, they're all tall. Everybody's tall. Short people are tall these days. Tall people are just even taller. And certainly, and what, motor skills? There used to be a lot of Jewish uh, basketball players before it became clear that you weren't supposed to be, and you should be in law school, medical school, or accounting you know, as a fallback position. So it's very, it's very difficult. Can you name one? I don't know. Maybe there is. I don't know. I don't follow basketball that much because I'm Jewish. We should care about basketball. Owning a team, I would consider. Same things for all the sports. You know, look at the Olympics there. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to go through and say who is what because that's, that's not a good, healthy attitude. But I didn't see one Jewish swimmer. I don't, was there a Jewish swimmer? I know there was a swimmer in there, but I, that's just a name. I don't think there's actually someone who swum. Swam. I'm sure. Yes, there was the, the uh, there was a great uh, swimmer who was Jewish. What was his name? Mark Spitz, of course. All right, I had to look it up, but here's what's bothersome about that. It's first of all, my mind is, is probably going, so I have to look up uh, my children's names occasionally. However, uh, how did I find Mark Spitz's name? I looked up Jewish swimmers. Why should there be such a category? Earlier, I looked up uh, Jewish metal singers. And there it was. All you'd want to know. What's Tutman meant you? Why, why, why would you, why should there be such categories so easily accessible unless people thought of you as in that pigeonhole? In a Jewish pigeonhole. It's a nice pigeonhole. They keep it nice. I do find that uh, under stress, I, I become more obviously Jewish. Well, that's because of so much of being Jewish is, is stress-related. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, being, being Jewish is good in, for those who are stressed. I, I, anyone who is congenitally, anyone who is congenitally uh, stressed should consider becoming Jewish. You like to party? Irish. You know, it's pretty easy. So this is one way that stereotyping is useful. Like to march through Europe? Uh, you know I'll just speak for myself. 